This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of iron ore and copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements at mine sites across Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com slash critical to find out more. If all you know about Hunter Biden is that he's the son of President Joe Biden and he's a bit controversial, this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts will fill in the blanks. He's going to be someone to know because a big spotlight is about to fall on him as the political cycle heats up ahead of next year's presidential election. So in this shortcut, we'll get you across who he is, what his critics say about him and how it could all play out. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, i got to admit, when you said we're doing Hunter Biden this week for Squish Shortcuts, <laughs> I was like, really? I haven't really heard that much about him lately, but he's someone that we do need to know more about because we're going to be hearing a bit about him. Yeah, he sure is. You've got to trust me sometimes, Kate. I got you. Yeah, I know. I'm all, I'm, thank you. I'm across it now. <laughs> and look, there's a couple of things that are bubbling along right now that will probably see him in the spotlight in US politics in a big way. Uh, the first is that federal prosecutors in the US could decide soon whether to indict him on tax and gun charges. Uh, and even if they don't do that, he's not home and hosed. There's hostile congressional hearings into claims that have been made against him uh, that are basically guaranteed to happen this year. So basically we're getting people ahead of the game with this one. That's the aim. We'll get into how all of that's going to play out later in the podcast. Just explain why there'll be congressional hearings into Hunter Biden though. It's because of the result of the midterm election. Uh, Remember, we talked about how well the Democrats did. Uh, It, of course, is President Joe Biden's party, Hunter Mm. Biden's father. Uh, They retained power in the Senate, but they lost control of the House of Representatives to the Republicans. Yeah, which, as you say, was a good result, um, historically speaking. And what you're saying is now the House of Reps is sort of the place for Biden's opponents to get stuck in politically. Let's do a bit of a profile of Hunter Biden now. He's the second child from Biden's marriage to Nelia Hunter. His name is Robert Hunter Biden, very American to then take that middle name. Mm. He was nearly three when tragedy struck. Yeah, he was in a car with his mother and his older brother, Beau, and their baby sister, Naomi, when they had an accident. His mother and his sister were killed and that all happened in December 1972. Yeah, fast forward to 2015 and tragedy strikes again. Beau, who was a bit of a rising star on the cusp of a big political career, died of brain cancer. And that's when Hunter's life really went off the rails. His marriage ended and his ex cited his spending on drugs and alcohol, uh, prostitutes and strip clubs uh, while leaving them with no money to pay the bills. And it was later uncovered that he fathered a child with an exotic dancer. Uh, It was an encounter that he later said that he couldn't remember. Yeah, he also began a relationship with his brother's widow, Hayley Biden. That lasted for two years. He said they bonded over the shared grief of losing Beau. Just a couple of weeks after that ended, he married South African filmmaker Melissa Cohen after just a six-day romance. It's a lot in a brief period of time, and during all of that, Hunter was in and out of rehab. 
and you can read forever the salacious details of his personal life. Of course, it's easy to get caught up in all of that and it does relate back to why he could be in trouble with federal prosecutors. Yeah, it does. They've been investigating about whether he lied about his drug use when purchasing a handgun. Uh, So that's one part of it. Mm. The other part is that investigators are looking into his tax affairs. As is usual practice, they don't give the details about why they're actually investigating someone. But reports say at one point he owed America's tax office $2 million, Claire. Yeah, and that's said to have been paid back after a loan from a friend. But there's still a lot of questions about whether he breached money laundering laws in his business dealings with foreign countries. Uh, So that's what federal prosecutors are interested in. And it's expected that an announcement will be made about all of that soon. So it's about his business dealings, but also whether his father, the president, of course, Joe Biden, was involved in any wrongdoing that has interested Republicans. Let's get into that now. Just to step it back, first of all, Hunter Biden got a top quality education. Claire, he graduated from Yale Law. He started work in the finance sector. It's from his very first job that questions were asked about conflicts of interest with his father in the Senate. Whether it was finance laws that Joe helped push through or clients that Hunter lobbied for when he set up that business or a dodgy hedge fund that Hunter was involved in and was found to be a great big Ponzi scheme, uh, there have been many questions about that intersection of his business dealings with what Joe Biden knew uh, as he climbed that ladder in the Democrat Party. Yeah, the main period where this came into heavy focus was when Joe Biden was vice president. That was between 2009 and 2017. Yeah, so first China. Hunter was involved in a couple of projects using Chinese finance. That included a big oil project with a billionaire uh, who was detained by Chinese authorities on corruption charges and subsequently went missing. Of course, former President Donald Trump talked a lot about Hunter Biden's business dealings in China and has called Joe Biden China's puppet. That's not the most controversial though. No, it's Hunter's business dealings in Ukraine Ukraine that have that honour. And I've heard a bit about a missing laptop and this is where that comes into play. Talk us through it. Yep, you've nailed it. So to go back to the start, uh, it was 2014 that Hunter joined the board of Ukrainian natural gas company Burisma Holdings, uh, where he was reportedly paid up to US $50,000 a month. Nice money, if you can get it. But that's not why Republicans are all over it. No, why they're interested is, again, how Joe Biden's work overlaps or potentially overlaps with his sons. Uh, While Hunter was on the board of Burisma, his father was actively engaged in anti-corruption work in Ukraine. Uh, In fact, he rallied other Western leaders to call for the firing of the country's top prosecutor, a guy named Viktor Shokin, uh, who was accused of blocking corruption investigations. Shokin was ousted in 2016 and at that time Trump was on the ascendancy and he and his allies seized on it, claiming Shokin was sacked for investigating Burisma. That saw Trump get on the phone to a bloke called Vladimir Zelensky. Claire, we know that guy. (laughs) We do now, but Mm. certainly at that point, uh, Zelensky was a new leader of Ukraine uh, and a bit of a curiosity because he wasn't on the international radar. Uh, And if he was, it was because he was a former comedian uh, who all of a sudden was the president of Ukraine. Mm. Uh, But I digress. Uh, It was during Trump's phone call with Zelensky uh, where he pressured him to investigate Hunter Biden that ended up leading to Trump's first impeachment. So 
Where does the laptop come into play? (laughs) It's a good question. So during the 2020 presidential campaign, it was revealed that Hunter abandoned a laptop at a repair shop. Uh, It contained an email from 2015 in which a Burisma advisor thanked Hunter Biden for the invitation to meet his father, who, of course, was then the US vice president. So we're starting to tie it all together now because that became an issue because his dad, Joe Biden, had always maintained he'd never discussed going into business with his relatives. Yeah, exactly. So Joe Biden's response at that time was that it was a smear campaign engineered by Russian disinformation. Mm. Uh, The media outlets running the story, which was mainly News Corp in the US, so Rupert Murdoch's company, uh, they were accused of spreading a lie. Uh, But later, the email was actually authenticated and the Biden's response changed to say that the meeting never happened. So it's what the president knew and did for his son in his business dealings that has, I guess, his political enemies ready to go after him. And that's what's about to play out in the US House of Representatives. Here we are in the present. Let's lay that out next. Claire, we're working with BHP again on Weekly Wrap this week because they're keen to share with Squizzers how the resources they mine are key for our economy's shift to renewable energy. Yeah, so we often hear about the push towards renewable energy, but what doesn't get as much attention is the role that mining companies are playing in making that transition possible. Take steel, for instance. It's a key material used in the construction of renewable energy infrastructure, as well as bridges and transportation, hospitals and schools, and a big part of it comes from iron ore. That iron ore mainly hails from Western Australia, and BHP says the importance of responsibly produced Western Australian iron iron ore is clear. Yeah, and by that, they mean reducing the greenhouse gas emissions associated with iron ore production. That's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power their port facilities at Port Hedland. It's happening now at BHP. And if you want to learn more, visit bhp.com forward slash critical. You'll find that link in your episode notes. Claire, we're not reading the political tea leaves when we predict that Hunter Biden will be in the news a lot this year. Republicans in the House of Representatives have already started taking steps. This is happening. Yeah, that's right. In the first bit of January, uh, Republicans on the House Oversight Committee demanded information about Biden's banking transactions from the Treasury Department. I love how you say House Oversight Committee like we know what it is. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) So it's a group of members of the House of Representatives, so they're like Australian MPs, uh, who are on a committee and it has a mission statement that it's there to ensure the efficiency, effectiveness and accountability of the federal government and all of its agencies. I guess, I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering as we go through this, this has been in the public domain for quite a while, claims about Hunter Biden and what his dad might have or have not known. Why is it blowing up now? So we talked about the Republicans getting that majority in the House of Reps in the midterms. Mm. Uh, It also means that they now take control of the committees in that part of the Congress. So they now have the numbers to get cracking on the things that will make Joe Biden's life very difficult. And of course, we also have the presidential race in 2024. Yeah, exactly. So that presidential election is in November 2024. It might seem like a long way away, uh, but the process to pick the party's presidential candidates heats up this year. Uh, Voting in the primaries will start in the second half of 2023. 
And I guess without putting too fine a point on it, Republicans will use a House of Reps investigation to inflict damage on his father as he prepares for his re-election bid in 2024, if in fact he runs. Yeah, exactly right. And of course, we don't really know if Biden will run again. He's 80 years old. Uh, He was the oldest president to take office back in 2021. So at this point, who knows? Lots of speculation about whether he will go round again. That's your shortcut to Hunter Biden. On to our recommendations. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts would give you a recommendation for some further reading, listening or watching. We talked about salacious details of Hunter Biden's private life. Claire, if you want to know more, Kathleen Bull wrote a book about the end of her marriage to him. I've got a link to an excerpt from that book. Yep. And from me, I've got Trump's call with Zelensky, a transcript to that. That was from back in 2019. Mm. Uh, The Ukrainian leader was praised for his handling of Trump. Of course, we talked a lot at that time about international leaders handling Donald Trump. Uh, It's a bit of a masterclass about not agreeing with what someone's asking you to do. I do remember that back in 2019. Seems like an age ago now. Thanks for listening into this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. If you like what you heard, please tell people about it also we have had a couple of recommendations through for a shortcut claire not sure what we're going to tackle next week yet but we will keep you posted thursday mornings in your ears from 6am we will be back next week Mm -hmm.